The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stand to reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 17th of October, 2020. I'm your host, Bad Billy. And for those of you who don't know, I have just recently re- uh, launched... As Hang on a second, got to fix something here. There, hopefully that's, that's better. Gotta, I don't know what that little glitch is I have to deal with once in a while, but uh, for those of you that don't know, I have just recently launched the AOW Radio Network, and this is the very first live broadcast. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, if you're listening live on the AOW Radio Network, of course, right now I can't get into No Holds Barred Radio, but I'm also live on uh, Raw Talk Online. And then, of course, if you're listening uh, syndicated, replayed, thank you very much. Got a great show coming up for you. In just a little bit, I am going to be joined by Marco Tibu. He is of a band out of Finland. Yes, um, this is not pre-recorded either. He's actually calling all the way from Finland, going to be talking to him just a little bit he was he's of a band called softcore suicide interesting group and uh later on in the show i'm gonna be joined by jim seacrest for a new segment called pop culture discussion and chris master should be joining me later on returning for news of the weird but before i get to all that I want to cue one of the latest singles from Softcore Suicide. This is called Sick As Fuck. Can't be more blunt with a title like that. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and cue that, and I'll be back with Marco right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
Hey there, thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you, you're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at Spiriters America Wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. If a woman tells you she has a nipple ring, the proper reply is, I don't believe you. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants. Americans are builders, improving on the old and creating something better. But every brick we lay has a foundation, and that foundation is the freedom to speak out, to be able to dare and to criticize and to think. Freedom of speech is the solid ground on which our nation lays, and without it, the structure of America cannot stand. Never forget the First Amendment. Never forget the ground on which we stand. This message brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up Went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. Back. This is a sizzling hot podcast. Cranked Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Sick as Fuck by Softcore Suicide, and it is my pleasure to welcome Marco Tibu of Softcore Suicide to the show. Marco, how you doing, brother? Hello, guys, everyone. Uh, can you hear me, Billy? Yes, I can hear you. Welcome to the show. Great. Thanks a lot for your call. Yes, yes. All the way from Finland. How is it out there? Uh, 3 a.m. in the morning. 3 a.m. Wow. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to join me at such a such a late hour. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, by the way, today is Sunday, so I'm off from work. So no, no stress, no troubles. Yes, yes, indeed. 
So uh, for many of us out there that are not familiar with softcore suicide, why don't you uh, give the listeners a little bit of background and uh, tell the listeners about the band? Uh, well, I've joined this band this summer, so I'm really the, the newcomer in the family. Uh, but the band existed since, if I remember correctly, 2014. And uh, they started in a, in a great journey uh, in this country with the different type of music. They started like a, in the beginning, like punk, hardcore punk, and then developed it with many influences between metal and um, black metal, different kind of things. Since I've started, so I can talk about about my new history with the with the band. Um, we are working a lot on the, the new album that will be released probably in the beginning of the new year, and uh, we are cooking right now some great songs with uh, great hooks and great uh, refrains that could be really amazing to play live as soon as possible. And uh, so, well, something really good is happening. Thanks also for the new um, contract that, and the deal, sorry, that you have signed with RFL Records. And uh, yeah, the 2021 could be a great year for us. Uh, 2020 has got, or 2021 has got to be a better year than 2020. It's been brutal for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so you just you you just barely started, even though the I saw the band has been around since uh, 2015, and kind of a hell of a time to start too. Um, out there in uh, Europe and in, in your area right now, is it still pretty tough trying to get a live gig, or is it impossible? Uh, not impossible. Fortunately, Finland is a safe country in a certain way for that from that point of view. My uh, home country is Italy. That is quite impossible to play and live with music, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. Some of the worst cases, the, the COVID were hitting Italy pretty bad. But um, and it's not so bad in Finland, though, huh? Mm, basically, we have in this country, uh, mostly the south and the southwest of the country populated by people from, I mean, big cities. So the worst position was in uh, the countryside and the little city uh, behind and around Helsinki. Gotcha, gotcha. Turku that is on the southwest, so in front of Sweden. This is quite a nice place. Not not a big trouble. <laughs> yes, and um, you know I've. I- I've played some music from some bands out of Finland and Sweden and all that. The the rock and metal scene is pretty big out there, isn't it? Yes, definitely. I'm really proud to have joined this band because they are nice guys and they are really believing what they are doing, what we are doing. It's really true music from true musicians and uh, everything that uh, everyone could aim to, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what what exactly is your position? Because I, I looked through the agenda and, I uh, you know, I didn't see what your position is in the band exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm the bass player. Bass player. Actually, I'm playing, uh, my main instrument is guitar, but I play almost every stringed instrument. Hmm. Nice, nice. Yes. 
And uh, who would you say uh, are some of your influences that uh, got got you into music? Well, I started playing almost 20 years ago. And uh, basically, I've started playing piano, thanks for my own that uh, gave me as a present a little keyboard. But then when I listened to Master of Puppets, of course, I've said, oh my God, this is great, distorted guitar, I want to play these kind of things. But later on, of course, my little town wasn't so easy to to build a band and etc uh, so i started playing and studying and got some a couple of degrees in a guitar academy in, in italy and I, i've traveled a bit around the world i've been in shanghai as a guitar teacher in a guitar academy and then here in turku i'm teacher as well so so you you got to go out to asia and you're teaching you're teaching guitar out there too Yes, yes, yes. Six months. Wow, that's that's pretty neat. Yes, and um, so and what you ask? Sorry, Billy, you asked me about the influences. Yeah, of course. Uh, everything that is around rock and metal. I'm really a big fan of Pantera, of Lawrence Kern. Everything that is southern is really clicking me really much. And uh, thanks to that kind of things, also stoner rock is really one of my favorite. Thanks to this kind of really deepest root that I have in me, have been really easy to, um, how to say, get in touch with the guys. I've met Samu uh, briefly the first month that I've been here, and then we've been in touch on Facebook, and I've seen his uh, advertised about the former best player leaving the band. So I've joined it really. Okay, let's do it. I want to do it. I like it. Because I already know the songs, so it was easy for me. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really good. And so we are, we are having all the band. We are having different influences from. For me, I'm listening also to electronic music. I'm listening a lot of blues. Uh, so we are doing from pop, electronic pop to black metal. Really, it's really wide. And I think that's very important for a musician, too, is to explore all genres, even if it's not the one in particular that you like or the one that you want to play. But, uh, you know, ex exploring those different genres, you know, to it's it's just good to have an open mind in the field you're going to go into and have an appreciation for it all. Yes. Also, uh, thanks for my teaching work. I'm getting in touch with students. They are mainly also here in Finland there are a lot of people writing their own music that is really great and they are starting really from scratch from a couple of lines that are okay I want a bit like Billie Eilish or something like that I don't really like Billie Eilish but of course when you are relating to different people different ages also you are starting learning more from them than they think they are learning from me that is great that is the best part of teaching in my opinion uh, you know, one of the things that I really, really like uh, that's uh, se seeming to become more and more popular anymore is uh, pe people uh, who are in different countries who are implementing uh, the roots of their culture to rock and roll. Like, you know, you, um, you got the who, spelled H-U, out of Mongolia, who take... Uh, uh, traditional Mongolian folk and mix it with rock and roll. Use use traditional instruments, 
and they just have this amazing original sound, you know, and then you also have some also like, uh, out of, out of New Zealand, I forgot they were called what they were called, but, uh, you know, they take influence from the indigenous, um, Maori, Maori tribe out of New Zealand. And, uh, you know, and I don't know if you've ever heard of the dance that the indigenous people there do called the Hakka, but they make, they made that in, 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 incorporated that into rock and roll as well. I, that those trends that are happening today, I just think are absolutely amazing. Yeah, definitely. What yeah. I, I, I found in this, uh, this country about music, there's, there is a really, uh, big, um, I was called not blueprint, like footprint of that, um, nature. I mean, if you're listening to him, if you're listening to uh, even the most pop metal bands, let's talk in that way, really famous, uh, they have that kind of sadness, that kind of little, um, uh, not darkness in the real way, like dark and uh, like dark in the 80s, that kind of dark. But it's really the, um, the night, these kind of things are really permeating the music. So something that is really distant from what I've listened to and played to, and it's really nice to say, oh my God, this really working, this kind of riff that is really, let's say, six, eight shuffle, shuffle rock or swing rock, or we wanna call it that way, and put some piano that is sad, that is really different, the real distant, they are melting together really nicely. Yes, yes, indeed. So, um, the, the song that I just played, of course, uh, titled Sick As Fuck. Interesting title, by the way. <laughs> but uh, is, it, is that the first one uh, released with, with you as a band member? Nope, nope. Uh, the song, unfortunately, is from 2015. And um, we are about to release the first song with me involved. I think could be... Uh, in the first month of the next year, uh, we are talking about about also a video that will be really great to be part of. We have a really amazing shooters here that were already working with the band on the re rip video, and uh, yeah, it will be really really great. Also, we are working a lot on backing vocals and choir harmonized choirs. It's really really a great progression going on and now one thing I, I have noticed too because i have actually had uh, music submissions uh from bands and musicians out of italy as well um but of course you moved to finland uh from from italy and uh, over there uh between the two places i mean it just seems like both of them have a have a, a great rock scene um but I think I have to give the edge to Finland a little bit more. Uh, is it safe to assume that? Yes. Yes, because uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, I've been, not unfortunately, but I had troubles uh, with music in my country because there is a big, there is a big footprint, let's call it in that way, because I want to use this, this, uh, this word uh, for them, cantautoral music i don't know if there is the right word in english 
but the songwriter music. So there is the poet in front and there is the musician behind it. Instead, in Finland, there is more band instead of a lone singer. So that there's really a big dichotomy between these two countries. Uh, so there is the guy with the guitar in Italy and in Finland, there is the big band that is playing hard. Even if in Italy, there are rock bands. They are not being able to become known by the big public because they are not the right genre of music for the country. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, one one thing I I like to ask guitar players because uh, I mean you say you're you're a guitar player first and foremost. Um, there was you know I I I like to know because I I dabbled in playing guitar a little bit myself, but really didn't uh, proceed later on with it. Uh, you know, it just I just learned a little a few chords here and there, and that was it for me. But. Um, for you, is there a specific uh, guitar or style of guitar you like, uh, like a, a Gibson or a Fender Stratocaster? Or, um, what uh, What's your preference? Well, uh, in my opinion, everything depends on the type of music that you want to play. But if you have your sound in your head and could be done, even you can play death metal with a Telecaster without any problem or playing totally the opposite, playing something really soft with a BC Rich Warlock. It depends also what you want to search, what you are searching for. For me, the most complete guitar could be a Fender Strat with a humbucking on, on the bridge, but it depends also what you want to sing, uh, sorry, what you want to play and which amp are you using. You know, one thing I, I found kind of interesting is, uh, you know, uh, recently after uh, the the legendary Eddie Van Halen passed away. I was listening to uh, interviews with him on YouTube, and he said he said there was no one guitar that that was just right for him. Yes, he was really great about that because he he put uh, Gibson ES three hundred and thirty five pickup on the bridge of his Strat. That is wasn't a Strat. Actually, it was um um I was called the word. Uh, rejected body from Charvel and uh, the same for the neck. They build up this kind of Frankenstrat as a word no better than better than me. And uh, he faked to to put a neck pickup and a switch in the middle uh, cavity. So it was really something never sewn. And because he was searching for that kind of sound uh, for the easily way to play Defender Strat, putting instead a humbucker, so the warmth and the power of a Gibson Les Paul, for instance, and putting this pickup on the bridge. So he created a new guitar. Yes, yes, indeed. You know, I mean, legends like him, of course, just... Uh, they have to tailor. They have to tailor make what works for them, especially like uh, Jimi Hendrix. You know, I mean, the left-handed genius who takes a right-handed guitar and plays it upside down. <laughs> yeah. Also, there is Eric Gales that is an amazing player that is playing left-handed, keeping the strings as a right-handed. So the deepest, the E string, the sixth string is on the ground. That is crazy. Yes, yes, indeed. So you t uh, you talked about uh, 
when uh, so the some new singles are going to be re- released with uh, you featured as one of the band members of what's the time frame we're looking at uh, for those to be released well the, there is one single that could be re-ready because we have finished the lyrics and uh, basically we've done a pre-production in our studio could be already released with the video, I suppose that beginning of the next year has a teaser for the new album because there will be, of course, included in the new album. And um, yeah, we think that around January, February could be the right timetable. And uh, as soon as we have something, of course, we are preparing some trailer, some teaser, also video, so everyone could be able to getting ready to the really final release of the album. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, so I I wanted to ask you, and you may not have the answer to this because, uh, because you're a newcomer to the band, but I'll, I'll ask anyway, but uh, where, where does the name, uh, softcore suicide come from? Yeah, I can't answer because I, I've studied. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, of course, there is a dichotomy in this word, in this name because we have a, let's say, a delicate word that is not delicate, that is softcore, uh, that could be related also to the porn industry or whatever it is that is flirty and maybe a little bit naughty. And the suicide word that, of course, nowadays is quite a taboo because uh, not nowadays, I think that in the last 2000 years, uh, basically then the meaning of the name is like, we are flirting with the idea of the suicide, not because it's something that we are eager to, to follow, but it's more about, let's say, suicide is something that everyone is thinking about, like from the point of view of the guys that are remaining alive, but no one is really thinking and say, what the fuck? Why that guy uh, took his life? Wh- what happened in his mind before it happened? Or something like that. Something that is really saying maybe he had his own uh, reasons for doing it. So he's like, he's flirty, he's catchy, but he's also, it helps people thinking about maybe, well, we need to change also our point of view. Yes, yes, I can, I can see that too. Now, um, one thing I like to keep going here on Outlaw Radio is that uh, my former co-host started these uh, questions, these stumper questions that make people think, and uh, I can I kind of like like to keep that going for him. So, here we go. Let's say that uh, softcore suicide has just made it huge and you're hitting the charts and you're going to go on a big tour. You're going to come over here to the U S you're, you know, and uh, you're going to go coast to coast and ca- travel in Canada, travel into Mexico, you know, and tra- travel, travel Europe and uh, Australia, where, wherever you, um, you know, the tour takes you, you have three opening slots for bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you who would you pick and it can be anybody past or present okay could be some someone really huge of course bigger than us yes 
well, in my opinion, for being, we have three, let's say we have three different uh, slots for three different um, locations. So we have different also mood. And the first one could be Hardcore Superstar, definitely, because there is the band that could be um, modern and near to us uh, in the time and in the genre of music. The second one could be not is my is not my favorite, but know that my bandmate when who heal their interviewer will be happy. Of course, will be Motley Crue. Of course, not really, uh, really fitting, really nice with the mood of the band. And for me, for my original taste, not original, I mean, for my own taste, definitely Pantera could be really a dream come true. Yes, yes, indeed. Us opening for them. <laughs> you, you know, I got to I got to tell you this, too. Um, I was at uh, a music fest in uh, Las Vegas three years ago that uh, unfortunately the event was a total failure because there wasn't the, the turnout didn't turn out uh, very good. You know, not very many people showed up, unfortunately. Uh, little did I know that uh vinnie paul was there and i i should have i should have kept my eyes peeled i should have known you know because uh i i i had the chance to meet him and didn't know it damn it (laughs) you know really a big shame (laughs) yes yes i know but uh you know that uh him and dimebag are up there they're they're jamming you know they're they're putting something together up there. You know it. Yeah. Yes. Definitely, there will be an amazing gem band. Yes. Yes, indeed. And uh, so, have you had you you've had the chance to travel uh, globally a little bit? But uh, have have you had the chance to to really tour anywhere, tour Europe at all yet? No, no. Unfortunately, not because uh, fate probably. <laughs> because I had, um, I've been in back in open air just as a fan, haven't met a lot of people from other countries. And um, also when I was in China, I had a, a chance to tour inside China, but was really tough for the travels because China is immensely huge. I thought the USA were huge, but China is really a lot more. Oh, I never but imagine that you can travel for in in Shanghai that has uh, 27 millions of inhabitants. You can travel from where, where I was living with my wife until four hours, five hours. You are not outside of the city. So it's really, really crazy. And so the, the travels and the movements inside of the country are really, really difficult. Also really expensive. So I said, no thanks. If I'm earning some money and I need to throw away to the window for the tickets, uh, thanks, Mont. You know, I just, I just thought of something, Marco. Sure. And I, I just want your opinion on this. To uh, Just imagine if this was real. This is a complete fantasy, mind you. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going back to where I said you really hit the charts and you're hitting it big, and mm-hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna go play a big show in Rome where they set up a stage in the Colosseum. 
What would your well, what would your uh, reaction be to that if that were to happen? I think that could be really outstanding because could be again the only thing big big like this I can think about Pink Floyd in Pompeii. They are they done something like that just for them without the crowd or Pink Floyd in Venezia in the Laguna. Uh, that could be really crazy because. How can it could be loud, the PA system? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 20,000 watts, at least 50,000. <laughs> well, I mean, me, me being a fight fan, of course, I can't help but think of the Coliseum. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the history there, I mean... Uh, I'm pretty sure there there'd be some kind of aura you'd feel just from the history of that place alone. Sure. Yes. Definitely. From that point of view, is really a, an amazing city. Unfortunately, the biggest problem problem of Italy is that are full of Italians. So that is, <laughs> that is quite disappointing. <laughs> hey, good food though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good <laughs> girls, good food. Yes. Yes. Good and uh, I do have to ask you, though, uh, focusing on touring, just uh, thinking for you, where, where is that dream stage for you, a place that you would absolutely love to play anywhere in the world? I have two of them. The first one is Wacken Open Air in Hamburg and uh, Germany. And uh, the second one is Oddsfest, definitely. <laughs> right on. Uh, how about uh, Wackenfest in Germany? Yeah, yeah, that one, Wacken Open Air, the first one that I've said. Yes, yes, indeed. And uh, aside from the uh, s singles that are going to be coming out soon, uh, what's what's in store for you coming uh, soon? We do we have any concerts or gigs planned out in the in the near future? If we had. We had, unfortunately, for the new restrictions for this amazing worldly situation when there are the, there was one in the in the city, that was cancelled, unfortunately. So we are waiting. We are working on the songs that will be something that um, will be released something on the on the album and other things also. So no gigs, unfortunately, but video and new songs soon, definitely. Fucking COVID. What do you what do you gotta say? You know. Yeah, no, no, it's not a problem. They are the government. Yeah. For every country, USA, uh, Bali, India, it doesn't matter. Everyone is the same. And I I do have to ask too is um, because recently I discovered and I should have known this a long time ago, mind you that how big the rock and metal scene, we know how big it is in Europe, but I had no idea how big it is in South American countries like Brazil, Argentina, Peru, Chile. Uh, uh, do you have a pretty big following out of South America that you know of? I think not yet, but as soon as that we have the new album, it will be an amazing, great place to get known. Because a lot of musicians from Europe are really uh, followed hardly in uh, South America. And also in Japan, it depends which type of music are you playing. Like, for instance, progressive metal is really followed really hardly in Japan. But South American, everything that is 
hard, heavy, and fast is really appreciated. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And uh, uh, just a couple more questions here. Uh, one of them, I, I like a asking this one just because of the different crazy fucked up answers I get from this question. And, and this doesn't matter. You can be playing some dirty dive bar shithole that uh, holds a maximum capacity of uh, maybe 25 people if you're lucky. Or you can book out uh, Wembley Arena. For, for you, uh, what, what's the craziest thing you have witnessed while performing on stage? Uh -huh. I can tell you um, more than one. The first one was me in the um, 2006, 2007, with my first real uh, band. Um, I was really, really drunk. The first band uh, opened the stage for us, so the stage was... Um, a butthole inside a corner on the in the in a cellar under um, the port of Genoa in Italy. So it was really smelly of <laughs> ball sack. Oh and, God! Uh, that was really great. And uh, of course, I was the um, what's called host of this of the evening. Yeah, but I was drunk and I grabbed the mic. Thinking to grab the mic, I didn't grab anything and just smashed on the drums. <laughs> so, yeah, that wasn't really, really great. And another one that was the same gig, by the way. And the last song, uh, we we had a one bus player just for one evening for just that gig. Uh, at the end of the evening, uh, I was singing and playing. Thanks, guys. Have a great evening, great night, blah, blah, blah. The best player was with the pants down and the penis up and was uh, smashing the penis on the, his base. Was really <laughs> Holy fuck, I didn't. Like I said, there are answers I'd never expect. <laughs> no, no. Imagine, imagine that you, you are living in a savannah. Where you are seeing zebras running, and there are bass players and guitarists drinking. So it's really, it's really unbe an unbelievable play. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, my final question, and this uh, it'd be interesting uh, answer from you because uh, you've taught music in the past too. But uh, let's say a group of kids ages. 15 to early 20s approach you and tell you that they're going to start a band. What advice would you give them? First one, play a lot together, definitely. Whatever happens, if you even if you are playing like shit, is required for your experience. Second one, listen to a lot of music and then practice, 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 practice. And be honest and respectful. All right. I like that answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all the questions I have for you, Marco. I want to thank you very much for staying up late and talking to me at this hour. It's, and uh, I'm about to hit a music set where I'm going to play three more songs by Softcore Suicide. But before I get to that, uh, why don't you uh, tell the listeners where they can find um, Softcore Suicide? Give a plug for social media. Got a website out there, iTunes, Reverb Nation, Spotify, and all that good shit. Yes, we have the Facebook page, of course, Softcore Suicide. Everything that is Softcore Suicide could be found on Spotify. 
and uh, Amazon Music, and there are a lot of different uh, platforms that I don't remember, but I think that there is iTunes definitely also. And um, YouTube also, we have a channel that will be updated a bit more in the future with uh, some videos, some materials. And uh, we are really, really wanting deeply from our hearts to play in the USA, definitely really hard because I'm getting 36, 37 next year. So I want, I deserve it. After a lot of uh, hard work, we are deserving to play hard. Oh, you and definitely, you definitely deserve to come over here. And uh, should, should you uh, make it to the West Coast anywhere near my neck of the woods, you know, I got to, you know, I got to know about it if you do. Great, great. Yeah, it will be a pleasure. Yes. Well, once again, thank you very much for joining the show. And uh, I'm going to be uh, looking forward to uh, some more stuff that you put out for sure. And I want to wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Yeah, it will be done. All right. Once again, thank you very much. Thanks. Good evening, everyone. Take care. You too. All right. Bye now. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was... Marco Tibu of the band Softcore Suicide. We're going to hit a music set coming up. Uh, we've got three more songs by Softcore Suicide, but also we've got Aaron Stoll and MC Lars in the mix. So with that said, we'll be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, did you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth?
Has this ever happened to you? Ah! What's wrong? I sat on my goddamn nuts again. Or this. God damn it! What happened? My nuts fell in the toilet again. Or even this. Let's be honest. Long saggy knots are a problem millions of elderly men face every day. But now, they don't have to. Introducing the Nut Prop, the only product guaranteed to give your dangling testicles the support they so desperately need. The Nut Prop uses patented ball hoisting technology to lift your boys safely out of harm's way. Simply slip your apple bag into the padded cups and you're on your way. Your balls are guaranteed to stay in place no matter what the situation, whether you're driving or just hanging out around the house. <laughs> Before the nut bra, my husband's balls were disgusting. My nuts were so old and saggy, they used to look like Clint Eastwood. Thanks to nut bra, the only thing busting my balls now is my wife. I hate that bitch. The nut bra even made my husband's balls taste better. Thank you, nut bra. Thank you, Nut Bra. Thank you, Nut Bra. The Nut Bra. Because life's too short to spend it sitting on your nuts. Ah, goddammit! Yeah. 
the house tonight, Edgar Allan Poe, America's favorite anti-transcendentalist. We're taking this back, way back, 19th century style. Who's that? Who's that rapping? Who's that rapping at my chamber door? Mr. Mr. Raven, I'll look in my grill with the nevermore. It's MC Lars and the Dead Milkman. I'm rapping with some legends of punk rock. Yo, Rodney Anonymous, let's flow like Poe. Here we go. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I kicked it, weak and weary. Dark and cold, just like Lake Erie. Milkman remix, someone clear me. While I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping. Up like what? This thunder clapping, stopping with the devil or a parish chaplain. I dropped my Lovecraft on the floor, like Arthur Gordon Pym on a distant shore. Open the window, let the fire escape. Man in the Alley, black hat and cape. Twenty pound bird lands on my sill. Cold feet, cold eyes gives me a chill. Grim face, grim stare, death carnivore. Quote that raven nevermore. Who's that? Who's that rapping? Who's that rapping at my chamber door? Mister, Mister Raven, all up in my grill with the nevermore. Who's that? Who's that rapping? Who's that rapping at my chamber door? Mister. Mr. Raven, Corvus, 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 Corvus. I miss Lenore, my Annabelle Lee, taken by angels from me, alone with books, hey that's me, harbinger of death, visiting me, I said can I help you, evil prophet, if you got a problem, look I'll solve it, he checked my hook, DJ revolved it, perched on palace, chalice, drop it, tell me sir, please if you can, am I a good or evil man, what can I say, what can I do, when will I be be rid of you, nevermore, quoth he at me, painting on this poor MC, satanic raven, Nietzsche glee, screaming at me like Gordon Ramsay, I jumped into my Eldorado, and checked my cask of Amontillado, call a nurse, disperse my thirst, put this process in reverse, wish I had some warning first, MC Lars, 88 Hearst, now I'll never ever be Sage Francis, while on my grave this blackbird dances, the raven's eyes have the seeming of a demon that is dreaming left right over him still screaming hear me screaming hear me screaming my soul still looks there on that floor and shall be lifted nevermore afflicted calm scratched up my door canonized peace u.s folklore who's that who's that rapping who's that rapping at my chamber door mr mr raven i'm up in my grill with the nevermore who's that
there is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like the Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And USAC, the United South Africa Coalition, go to usac.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Softcore Suicide with Bleed Until You're Dead. Before that, MC Lars with Mr. Raven. Before that, Softcore Suicide again with In Room 28. Before that, Aaron Stoll with Truth Gonna Set You Free. 
And starting off the whole set, Softcore Suicide with The Maze. And once again, I want to give a big shout out to Marco Tibu. Uh, thank you very much for staying up very late over there in Finland. And uh, yeah, staying up three in the morning just to talk to me. Thank you very much. Well, my next guest is currently standing by, but before I get to him, it is time to expose the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a it's a rapper by the name of Nuke Bizzle. Uh Apparently, he was bragging about uh, getting rich off unemployment. And uh, he's taking pictures of big old stacks of cash. And then, lo and behold, he's busted by the authorities for unemployment fraud. So, yeah, the criminal empire, you want to get rich, go for it. It can happen. And you can get busted at the same time. What a move. <laughs> anyway, enough on that. It's time for our next segment. A segment uh, I've been planning for a long time, but haven't had the opportunity yet. <clears throat> Outlaw Radio Pop Culture Discussion. There's rabbit in the... It's a rat snake. Go get something else. Like what? Like, like a rope or something. There's no Sears and Roebuck here. Grab the snake. It's time now for Outlaw Radio Pop Culture Discussion. And joining me this week for Outlaw Radio Pop Culture Discussion, you heard him on the Armageddon show, of course, Jim Seacrest. Jim, how you doing, buddy? Okay, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thank you very much for joining the show. <clears throat> yeah, thank you for uh, inviting me to uh, your your show today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for those listening, uh, there's a good chance that, uh, the Armageddon show will uh, no longer continue. And it's basically all the discussion and everything will be assimilated here to outlaw radio. Um, of course I'm going to talk to Stephen James before I make that final decision, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a thought in the process for now, but, uh, yeah, so we finally saw season 10 finale of The Walking Dead a couple weeks ago. We finally saw got to see uh, Walking Dead World Beyond debut, and last week, I gotta say, Fear of the Walking Dead did not impress me very much, but boy, is it getting better and better. Uh, first off, Jim, let's let's talk about uh, the season ten finale, um, in which it looked like uh, with that big of a horde of zombies, that almost looked like an impossible situation to get out of. But you never underestimate Daryl, and uh, you know, and and what he can pull out of out of his sleeve, and boy, was he brilliant. That was that was really good. I I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I, I, I the to tell you the truth, I the intense uh, meant of just waiting for that to come out. You know, uh, for so long. 
Um, it was it was great. It was a really good episode. I I really I I really enjoyed it, especially when uh, they got a chance to you know take out uh, the big guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that was really cool how they uh, how they did that. Oh, the country singer. By the way, you may not know this, but I only just found out too that. Do you know he was actually featured in an episode of Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. When you go to, uh, Daniel Salazar going through his collection of records, he had one of, uh, what was it? Half moons records there. I, I didn't know that. I I'll have to actually go back and uh, see where I can find that too. Do, do, do you know what was funny? Uh, I don't know if you caught this, but towards the end after, uh, uh, Negan and Daryl took, you know, took him out. Um, did you see, did you see Negan go like he, he looked like he knew him from somewhere. Did you, did you catch that? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that part that didn't was surprise something. me yeah. because they remember in one yeah. earlier episode, they, they ripped off part of, uh, uh it was, no, it, it was, uh, the gamma or Mary, whatever she called herself, um, right. ripped off part of, uh, beta's mask. And one of the other whispers recognized him. Right. And uh, so, you know, he was a celebrity. And once his mask came off, like, oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was funny. I actually, oh, I was watching, uh, he's on SWAT now on uh, CBS. <laughs> oh, he, um, if anybody wants to watch the show SWAT, it's on, he's on CBS. He plays a camera guy. Oh. Uh, he's not wearing his mask, but he's got his beard. He looks pretty cool. Yeah, what what's his name? Uh, I think Ryan Hurst. Ryan Hurst, yes, yeah. yes. You know who was originally uh, thought of, considered for the role of Beta, and I, I, even though Ryan Hurst did a good job, uh, and uh -huh. according to the comics, you know, Beta's uh, Beta's almost seven feet tall in the comics. He was a former NBA player, right? So naturally, you know, so they did pick a big guy, but uh, they were thinking about. Uh, because he's so tall, they were thinking about having the Undertaker take the role, and uh, you know the Undertaker. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Undertaker. You know he uh, took a crack at acting before, and he did a horrible job. But uh, you know, as Beta, you know he wouldn't have had very many lines, and he's got the perfect voice. I just think it was a it was a con uh, conflict with WWE because uh, there was one time CM Punk was going to play a Walker. And uh, they, uh, w, Jim uh, Vince McMahon and the uh, powers to be said, no, you're not going to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I remember you talking about that on the show. I, yeah, uh, with, that we did. Uh, yeah, uh, that. You know, it's it's so funny. It's it's been so long for this weight that uh, um, it. I, I it's tough to even remember things, you know. But it was a really good episode. And uh, what about the the guy with Maggie? I just I still don't know who he is. Have you heard anything about who uh, the guy is with the mask? Oh, the guy with the uh, special weapons? No, no. Yeah. I mean, that'll be that'll be uh, in coming up in the next uh, season, I think, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know. It didn't take long. I knew we were going to eventually uh, get to the Commonwealth, you know, but, uh, and I, I think that kind of takes away from the fact that 
I don't know. Did was uh, Georgie with with the Commonwealth? You know, maybe if and that means that uh, Maggie came back from the Commonwealth. So so who knows? Who knows what yeah. group they're from? Yeah, who, yeah, and and that is true because. Um, but the bad bad part is I I didn't get a chance. The the compendiums actually out for uh, the Walking Dead. Uh, the compendium four is uh i haven't got a chance to get it yet so i'm still uh, out of the loop as far as uh what's going on uh with the commonwealth or you know who's uh which groups what group and things like that so i'm um, sorry sorry about not knowing uh what i'm just like you i i have no idea what what's coming next and uh you know how uh how everything's going to fit in to play into uh the walking dead Hopefully, uh, they'll, they'll go more so with the comic book uh, now, so because I think what they're they're gonna only gonna be like two more seasons. To, uh, was it twenty twenty two? I think that's it. I think there's only gonna be one more. I I oh, don't one more. Okay. Yeah, but okay, uh, you're probably right. Yes. Um, the 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 whole episode was was just uh, was was just very well put together, and I'm not going to say it was worth the wait because uh, that was just too long, you know. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, it was like the first time you ever saw Beta happy is when he's getting devoured by walkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was an interesting thing. I mean, because he's. He's like, uh, it's like some kind of a mind thing that he's going through, you know, and that was interesting. That was, that was really good. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't know how I, I, I just, it's just something how they was actually able to do that. I, I really liked them shooting the arrows and, uh, at the, the, um, the whispers. That was really neat to, you know, to take them out. That was, that was really cool. Well, you know? There's also there. There's like uh, it. It's not like the whispers were uh, the lessons of the whispers were totally useless. Especially when uh, it was a good thing that uh, it, you know, that uh, um, Lydia was uh, very well skilled in how and how to steer a herd of walkers and and, and divert them. You know, and then also Daryl's plan to go to go into the herd wearing the stinky blood and guts of walkers and uh, just taking yeah. out the whispers one by one. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, that did, that did a lot for them too. Cause every time a whisper went down, it diverted a bunch of walkers to go eat. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, a, and that was neat too. Cause they would just keep on going. And uh, I said, it was really interesting, really interesting. Uh, and then, uh, the, that one girl that at the end too that she came back, um, I can't think of her name. I think she, the the one that they thought was uh, trapped in the, the cave was, is interesting. Oh also. yeah, Connie, Connie, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. But uh, Virgil has proven he cannot be trusted, so I don't know. I can't say she's in safe hands. Virgil's kind of a creep. I was just surprised though that they didn't take Father Gabriel out because apparently uh, they they were saying I think in the comic or whatever somebody got taken out by uh, 
uh, beta. In, yeah, in the way it, the way it happened in the comics was um, Father Gabriel was at the at the top of a tower and he saw the big old horde of walkers coming, and uh, of course he was clumsy coming down the ladder. Fell, broke his leg, and was hanging upside down from the ladder. And here comes Beta, who who takes one of his big knives and disembowels him, and lets the walkers eat him up. Yeah, yeah. So, he got he, in his entrails. <laughs> yeah, basically, he, did, he pulled a Hannibal Lecter on him, bowels in, bow or out, you know. Um, but uh, that would been that would have been really cool. I, I think that effects would have been off the hook. Uh, maybe that's why they didn't want to do it. Who knows? <laughs> but he, they got Father Gabe still sticking around for a while anyway. And uh, I thought the you know when the, the the final scene with with Beta too getting back to that it's just classic oh, yeah. classic Negan. Hey shithead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really good. I mean, I think he didn't even really. It, I think it surprised him as well as sort of us in a way because we knew he was around somewhere. I kept saying, "Well, you know, where did he go?" I, I kept, you know, I kept looking for him, and I thought, to tell you the truth, even I thought he just took off. I was like, you know, but uh, they, uh, he, he was there. You know, they, he, he was able to prove himself. Um, now, uh, as far as as, as far as what Megan did, I really, you know, I'm really enjoying his his turn for the good, and you know, and he's, you know, he's shown a lot, a lot of uh, potential. Yes, most me. definitely, most definitely. And uh, overall, I mean, uh, world beyond, I'm just not that impressed. You know, got uh, I got this group of kids, and one of them who. I don't know this this nerd who <laughs> I don't know how the hell he thinks he's going to survive. All of them are green as hell too. They've it just yeah. the storylines just not making sense with how green they are. They you know if this had been mm -hmm. Walking Dead season one, they'd have been dead a long time ago. Yeah, true. But it also uh, it also what the thing I like was really neat, and it's just like what uh, I think it was. I guess Nicotero, uh, Greg Nicotero was saying about the zombies, I mean, not the zombies, the walkers, uh, um, how they uh, are look a lot different now. You know, I, I love that they were doing the, uh, the, you know, different, you know, different stages of some of the walkers and there's things inside them and, you know, uh, you know, plants and everything like that. It's, I think it's really cool. I think, I, I don't know. I'm just, I just love the effects and, uh, that they they pull off with uh, these walkers and things like that so and, and that's probably another thing why they're they're still alive because of the way uh you know they're deteriorating and you can just you know you it's you know the the walkers are just you know, you know nothing hardly anything's left to them you but know, they're still strong they're still stronger i mean uh, but yeah you know, there was a little girl you know the, the 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 girl that was trying to prove herself you know, uh, she, you know, she, she could, she, it was tough for her to, you know, to, uh, to take care of him, you know, considering, uh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, it makes me wonder too. Now, if this was real, how long would a, a zombie last? Because obviously, you know, you kill him, 
uh, by getting by by destroying the brain, obviously. Uh, George Romero thought of that a long time ago. But, uh, you know, over time, they're going to decompose. They got to get to a point where they can't move anymore. And eventually that brain is going to decompose into nothing. And uh, there's just going to be a skeleton left. So, you right. know. <laughs> you might be seeing some of them in the, in the future. Just like, <laughs> it'd be like, uh, you know, uh, what, what's that? where they make the, you know, uh, with the computerized thing or whatever, maybe they'll do something like that. <laughs> you know, uh, that would be cool. I think that would yes. Be cool. You're right. You're right. Oh, I mean, uh, how, what was it? How's it? How long has it been? Like, is it 10 years now? Yeah. That's why I'm surprised there was such a herd that massive because you'd think, you know, off uh, a lot of them would be would have already deteriorated deteriorated down to skeletons now. Mm-hmm. Or you know that's the thing. You could always look at it this way. Uh, there might have been people that were still alive, you know, around you know maybe a couple of years, and then they ended up getting you know bit themselves or died from something or other. And uh, that's a possibility as well. Not saying that you know some of them were still you know around after ten years. You figure that there's, you know, if, if there was, you know, look at, look at the, you know, what, what they say, there's so many people in all these different, uh, you know, groups, you know, the, um, uh, the CMR or C, CMR, is that it? Uh, did I pronounce that? Right? I think that's sure. what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there could be a possibility of that all, you know, also if there was that, uh, you know, I know there's like a couple thousand or you know whatever, but that's pretty, that's a pretty large number, you know, for that, for civilizations to, you know, for that many people to be alive. Like when you always think that, you know, on the walking dead, there's like, you know, you wouldn't think there's a lot of people that aren't, you know, that aren't alive. You know, it's like they're, uh, you know, like it seems like they're all they're like Megan and all them are just the only survivors you always think, you know. But yet, I you know, there's there's still well, since even the United States is so big and things like that that there's still a lot of people that are alive. Which well, the Commonwealth is supposed to be around ten thousand people, right, right? At least in the comics, it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, the of course they're following the comics into what the soldiers at the commonwealth wear but god it just kind of feels like a rip off of star wars with those costumes <laughs> yeah but i i was really surprised that they looked a lot like uh the comic book you know the soldiers that have the you know the uh the armor on but yeah it, it does look like a rip off <laughs> yeah like like, like well, you take negan for example and negan was actually based off of Henry Rollins to begin with. And he, and right. that's who Robert, Robert Kirkman wanted to play Negan to begin with was Henry Rollins right. was just that, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was just a little bit better for the role. Yeah. 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 True. Um, that would have been, yeah. He, Cause you could even tell even in the, in the comic book that he looks, uh, you know, a lot like, you know, uh, Henry, Henry Rollins, Yes, yes. Uh, well, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, I, I, w- I was amazed with this. Uh, 
you know, um, made me wonder what the hell's going to happen to Morgan. We see all these pictures of him <laughs> with his eyes all red. And, yeah. Uh, and he's got, he's got gangrene, so he's not doing too well and uh, should already be dead. But, uh, God, Vir- this uh, Virginia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that we're we're looking at somebody who's a lot worse than Negan could ever be, and and, yeah. and, and organized to boot. Yeah, I I really enjoy her as an actor. Uh, I don't know if you watch uh, the boys on uh, uh, Prime. Uh, they just got done with their their season finale, and she plays a good part in there also, like, sort of like the bad people, you know. But uh, I, you know, if there's anybody that uh, you don't you don't want to stand against in this zombie apocalypse, I think uh, it's definitely Morgan, because it's Morgan, yeah, he, you know, for a, for a long time until he met Eastman, he was he was very unstable and killing yeah. everybody that he came across, until you know he got some peace of mind when he learned martial arts and how to use a staff with Eastman. But uh, then he lost it again during the Battle of the Saviors. You know, he, he's got a clear, clear, you know, you remember that. And uh, I, I don't think he's, he's unstable like that anymore, but he's really pissed off. And Morgan Jones True. is dead. You're dealing with me now, which, which tells yeah, me, um, yeah. you know, they have no idea what, to, what they're about to face what now. Yeah, um, it's like. Uh, uh, Morgan, you know, he reminds me of all the the superhero, not the superheroes, but like the um, how you say, it? you know, guys like uh, Bruce Willis and you know, uh, Die Hard, or or uh, you know, it's just he he's going to be unstoppable, so to speak. And I feel, and I think that's great, you know. And uh, he knows he doesn't have a whole lot of time, and but I think that. I hope he still lasts. I really do. I really like his character so much. You know, I was, I, I like, you know, what, what was we doing? We were speculating about that too, huh? Uh, when we talked last about maybe who who would come save him, like Rick or somebody like that. You know, and I really liked the the water tower. I thought, man, that's yeah. a pretty nice place there. You know, also, also that we we have Dwight, who's now in this community. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. He's no stranger to this situation. You know, he he used to he used to ride with Negan, so he may be able to he may be able to be uh to to help find a weakness uh, w- within this community that Virginia runs and um you know and what's what's his name? Um the the con man, I forgot his name. Um Uh, cowboy? Huh? No. Cowboy? No, no, the con man. The, oh, 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 I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Um oh. the gay con man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking Darn. You're right. Now I, I his his name slipped my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, um but yeah, he's uh, they'll be they'll be on uh that's what I, I really uh-huh. can't wait. I think this episode at least will show everybody that's you know uh, you know involved in whatever yeah. they're they're planning to do um, so, as far as that 
Yeah, I, I, his name just slipped, totally slipped my mind though. Um, Strand. Yeah, his name's Strand. Yeah. There we go. I, Victor, I got it. It's Victor it Strand. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Victor, you know, you know he, Victor, that's good. <laughs> he said something very interesting. We can do more damage from the inside. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah, that's, I, and but I think I think Virginia's on to that a little bit, and that's why everybody is separated. Even Daniel Salazar is separated from Skidmark, and no, I mean, and that's boy, that's got to suck for John Dory and June <laughs> after they were just married. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I t- I, it, it is looking better, and that's the good part about it. Uh, because you know it was really going down south before, but uh, it's 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 looking good. I think that uh, it'll make a comeback. Uh, do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. How how long will their season last? Where will what what I'm, I'm trying to figure out? Of uh, that, I'm not you sure. Know? Mm-hmm. Because after that, I mean, you know, that's we'll just have fear. Unless they, uh, there was, there were some, I know some people were saying things like maybe somehow they'll, they'll end up joining, uh, you know, Maggie or something like that. You know, that was, that was kind of interesting. And the connection also, if we get, if, uh, we could even go back to uh, the, the new show that, you know, the, there, there was uh you know, the lady that I can't think of her name, that she was the, the big shot that came out, you know, of the helicopter. And she was talking about her daughter and you knew right away that, you know, she was she was uh, on fair, you know, and I was like, oh, I bet that's who she was because she looked sort of like, you know, she did sort of look like, you know, her mother in a way that they had. So I thought that was interesting as well, you know, what, where the connection will be from, you know, if, or where they go to the, you know, where they end up going to where, uh, you know, uh, the, the cat, the Academy is, you know, or something. So that would, be, I don't know. It would be interesting to see where, uh, um, the guys from fear end up at. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, so the, I don't even know what to expect uh, the rest of this season of Fear of the Walking Dead, but mm-hmm. uh, I I just have a I have a feeling it's gonna be, it's it's gonna get really interesting, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah, but uh, yeah, Virginia is probably the biggest snake in the grass that we've ever seen. In, in all of uh, the Walking Dead history right now. I mean, well, kind of reminds me a little bit of the governor who will who will shake your hand and and then put a knife in your back. Yeah, yeah. She said she's she's something and she's interesting. And uh, what I like is I, I, I like the, the, the West kind of thing with, you know, the cowboy hats and, and, and things like that. You know, I, I, I really like like uh you know how they're how they're doing it like uh you know like a, a zombie type uh western you know in a way i think it's yeah. really cool well you've seen the movie uh tombstone haven't you uh yeah with yeah. Kurt, kurt russell and val kilmer mm-hmm. yeah that, well there's there's that scene where uh you know 
uh, Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday, he starts ta- speaking in Latin to Johnny Ringo, and uh, and um, they. It was actually translated into English, and one of the lines w- uh, from Johnny Ringo was, um, f- he said, fools must learn by experience, you know, so he, telling him that, if it, you know, if he, if he wants to have a duel, he's going to shoot him down. You know, he's got his hand on his gun, so fools must learn by experience. Doc Holliday looks at him and goes, right. it's your funeral. So one guy gives a warning. And the other guy gives mm-hmm. a counter warning. That's kind of what I got from uh, Virginia and Morgan yeah. on the radio was a warning and then a counter warning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, if if you do yeah. anything, I'm going to I'm you're playing chess. <laughs> yeah, if you if you do anything, I'm going to pile. I'm going to add your friends to this pile one by one. You're not dealing with Morgan Jones. You're dealing with me now. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. Um, um, but like I said, I'm so glad oh, that they're they're doing what they're doing. I think. But what about the key business? Uh, what do you think that key? Uh, what what does what do you think it goes to? Because I don't I, know what the. I kind of like that they're having a story like that. You know. You know, it kind of goes back to you remember the episodes, uh, uh, with uh, Daryl and Michonne with the with the uh, X scars. You know, yeah. we, we see them in one episode and they're not thought of again until, uh, until a few episodes later and we see how they get the scars. I think they're kind of playing this key the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like that. At least it's some kind of a, a mystery, you know, they're giving it even a little bit of a story that's sort of like a mystery behind and, you know, who knows, uh, exactly, uh, you know what what it goes to if it i mean maybe gold but like well, what what would be that valuable now you know what i'm saying that's what I, I that's what's interesting you know what what is it that the key goes to that would be a value in this type of a zombie apocalypse so to speak you know that's that's what uh, i'm trying to figure well, out well you know well the tender in this world is weapons and food. So. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Yes. Or gas. You know, yeah. gas is, seems like the one of the commodities because everybody's right now uh, in horses, on horses and all. So that would be something. Yeah. Of course, uh, I don't know how Daryl's still able to get that motorcycle to run years later. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, t- and uh, also, uh, yeah, so, Sher- they they have confirmed that uh, Sherry's going to be back too after after she left uh, during. Uh, Season se- seven of The Walking Dead. She's gonna she's gonna be back for Fear of the Walking Dead. Dwight's gonna find her. Uh-huh. So that yeah, can that's, only that's great. I didn't even uh, get a chance to yeah check that one out. Oh, that only means that uh, she's a part of this uh, community, you know, and she too will probably have some insights. Having dealing with something like this before, where I you know mm-hmm. I think 
I think Virginia is underestimating the intelligence of uh, this group that uh, we have together. And, and uh, you know, they, they will get together. They will make a plan. And uh, Virginia right. will go down. Yeah, that's that's exactly true. I mean, look at uh, you know, look at the wars between the saviors and uh, you know Rick's crew. You know what I mean? They, uh, I think that even Negan underestimated uh, the guys in ways. You know, um, only but Negan just didn't understand why. You know, he didn't even know these people when they go and take out his men, and uh, you know things like that. You know, where Negan's like actually just trying to get revenge. But he didn't realize how capable and how smart they really were, you know, at their tactics to actually, you know, pull it off where they actually beat the saviors and Megan themselves, you know. Well, they, I think Rick had to realize that he couldn't, him and his group and his community couldn't do it alone. They had, he had to rally everybody together. To, to do that, whereas he didn't have to do that with the governor. You know, he basically uh, it was between him and Michonne that uh, defeated the governor in a in 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 a fight. But uh, you know, uh, and and in that case, in that sense too, uh, everybody was forced together because the governor was all take no prisoners, kill them all. You know, and and Negan is not at all like that. Uh, you know, he. He sees uh, he sees value in slavery pretty much. I hate to put it that way, but uh, that's what he did. You know, he enslaved all these communities. So he did, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, that, and uh, in ways, but uh, you know, the, he thought that was for the good. I mean, that's you know, he thought he was doing them a favor by just keeping them alive. <laughs> And uh, it worked for him for a while. Yes. Yes, it did. So, uh, so going, going forward, I honestly do not know at all what to expect, uh, from the group now. It, it's, um, except, uh, I think, uh, Virginia's gonna gonna have she's gonna be facing a nightmare that uh, of which she never imagined, you know, and and obviously here's Morgan's no, no. skills with with a staff, and he can wield that axe. Yeah, we didn't talk about that bounty hunter. Boy, wasn't he something? And that 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 whoever played him, boy, he did a phenomenal job too. It was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it just, like I said, it reminds you of what he just, you know, he just, he, he, he don't have nothing to live for. So he's just going to do everything in his power to, you know, to, to take, take them out as much as he can. You know, uh, I, I hope. Mm, you still there? It seems like that's how they do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm here. Oh, uh, you cut out. Did, uh, was there a connection? Just there must have oh, been. Oh, I did. Yeah, you're doing that too, just a little bit. Oh boy. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, who knows what uh, what's what's going to happen with uh, when Morgan uh, 
uh, faces Virginia, you know, or um, I think, it, you know, I, I don't know who's going to be the one to take out Virginia or if they're, they didn't kill Negan, what's to say they're not going to kill Virginia, but uh, I, I'm not willing to put money on it. But I'm, you know, I would also would. Yeah, I uh, also one, one good thing about Virginia, she has a second job, so I think she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's moonlighting, so. <laughs> you know, I also wouldn't put just, it past I, the only the only bad part. Okay, I, uh, the only bad part that I I don't don't like. I'm sorry, but. Uh, I, I wish that they had more episodes on the boys because I I really I really enjoy that a lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. So, what do you expect to they, see the rest of the season? Uh, hopefully, I didn't lose him. Uh, you there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're having co connection issues. Okay. Um, well, what do you expect to see the rest of the season? For fear? Yes. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's looking good. I, I hope, I, I, I don't know why, um, I still hope that I get a chance to see Morgan, you know, live his, live out the, you know, to where, you know, hopefully that he'll be able to to see Rick again and finish finish out like the rest of his. You know, maybe he'll be in the movie, uh, the the Rick Grime movie or something like that, where at least they see each other again or something. But I doubt that. You know, because it all. It, you know, uh, I think about you know what they you know they they started out together and it would be so cool to uh, see him and Rick. You know, finally connecting before whatever happens to Rick or whatever happens to Morgan. But uh, I think that would be cool. But I, I'm hoping that they'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll take this, um, you know, uh, Virginia and her crew out and maybe we'll see some new people. Maybe some people may die, you know, and that would be cool. Uh, maybe they'll actually have a better uh, community and, but you just never know with uh, the Walking Dead or, or even fear the Walking Dead, you know, because there's always a twist or a turn somewhere. Or uh, I don't know why, but it just always seems like in every type of uh, Walking Dead show, even the, from New Beyond, uh, you know, the, the one girl she's uh, um, she's separated from her sister and she wants to go ahead. And it always seems that way. Like there's always, uh, you know, a few that want to just separate, you know, like um, is Daniel going to stay after all this, uh, you know, all this uh, sort of like uh, this war between, uh, you know, uh, the new, this, you know, Virginia, is he going to stay? Or is he going to die? Or, you know what I mean? You just, uh, you just never know on, on that, you know, on that part. And then like, uh, then they all come back together again, and it just seems like every every story that The Walking Dead does, it seems that way. Like you know, they break up and they come back together again. Uh, you know, even 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 in The Walking Dead, it seems like that. You know, so it, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I hope to see some new characters. I hope to see what they do with uh, 
you know, the walkers and how they'll the walkers uh, play into whatever their plan is, which, which would be uh, neat to see as well, you know, because they got to have them, uh, them somewhere because, you know, uh, it's just like a regular job. I mean, they got to, you know, they got to be able to find uh, jobs for the walkers as well so they can get paid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, one thing, Keep one thing, workers, I, you know, happen. one thing I, I found quite laughable too was, uh, when uh, Virginia was talking to what, uh, Altia and, and, and said, you're going to have to tell me more about that, uh, group with the helicopter. And I'm like, okay, oh, uh, yeah, you're yeah. Virginia, you're a force to be reckoned with, but, uh, you're nothing compared to these guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're right. There's, you never know. That's that might be how the connection starts with, where you know, because there's like in Washington State, but that's pretty far away from from Texas. So I, yeah, I just don't know which one. Uh, is it? Is it the one? Did they say there's one in? Is it Oklahoma? It's 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 one of the Midwest ones, right? That's where the cat. Where, where's the academy at? And that I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's because they the way it, it's laid out, it's like you know Washington State, and they have you know uh, like Philip was it uh, New York? I guess they're going with. I thought it was Philly, but uh, it's in New York, and then they have one in the mid Midwest, and and then they have these uh, I think like different uh, the you know uh, the way I looked on the map that they were doing with the you know. Um, um, the, the 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 new show, you know, it looked like they had even other factions that that they took care of. Um, me and uh, my son was really uh, talking about uh, what these these uh, the you know these communities could be, and uh, this was our theory. Uh, was he thinks that it's a breakaway civilization. That's a and uh, interesting. Yes, that's a that's a good way to look at it. Very very possible yeah, too. And, uh, and and the thing is, okay, because we I said, well, okay, then if that's the case, then how's come uh, Alexandria? All right, the the set, she was a senator, right? How's come she uh, didn't know about this? And my son said, well, maybe she wasn't part of the maybe let's just say the inner circle all right of uh you know that part of the government that she didn't know about and that's why they probably were disconnected you yes know, to say the least you know and that could have been one of the reasons why uh but yeah he, he it, it, so that's what we was uh, trying to come up with and uh you know uh so that's what that's what we've been that's what we kind of been thinking. Or he also said that it could be, uh, 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 like I said, uh, the, he's saying like a remnant government from Washington. And it also could maybe be a, uh, a corporation uh, also, you know, where, you know, uh, almost like, uh, uh, which I, I kind of hope not, because if that would be the case, I, I don't want to be like the Umbrella Corporation from uh you know, resident <laughs> evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Resident evil, you yeah. know, because he was saying it could be that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, we were, uh, we were discussing that. And I thought that was interesting. Uh, I said, my, uh, my son is going to be a history teacher. So 
you know, uh, he, he, he learns, uh, you know, he knows a lot about different governments and things like that. And uh, so uh, he, it was really interesting to talk about, you know, what, what you know, he thought uh, the Commonwealth and, uh, you know, the CRM all play into what they're doing, you know, and things, you know, because uh, even, uh, you know, the, the mention of like new world order, you know, so uh, it's, it's interesting, you know, it really is. Uh, it really is. And, and, and to tell you the truth, uh, I think a lot will be uh, answered in the Rick Grime movies. You know, I think that would be, maybe they'll, they'll be able to answer even more. Uh, I don't know how long I, I, I heard it. The new world, the, uh, the, the, the newest one with the, the teenagers, the, the, what is it called again? The new world beyond. Uh, was it the world? World beyond, right. I keep, I don't know why I want to keep saying world order, but the world beyond and, uh, you know, that's supposed to introduce the, you know, the, the, the Rick Grimes movies where Rick Grimes is or whatever. And they're trying to figure out why Rick hasn't been able to connect or whatever. And they think that, you know, more or less that Rick Grimes is just a, uh, you know, he can't do nothing because they're so big and, and, and powerful. And, uh, you know, so who knows what they're using Rick Grimes for, you know. Yes. Uh, I hate to say this, but uh, we are out of time for this segment. I want to thank you very much for joining me. And uh, before we go, do you have any social media? Or I believe you have a podcast of your own you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I do. But, you know, at this time, I, uh, I'm sort of uh, not I, I sort of I'm not uh, doing my podcast that much anymore. Uh, I, I uh, you know, uh, so. I, I'm actually uh, out of uh, doing a lot of things that I, I was doing before. As far as that, um, I just uh, um, been thinking of new other ways. I uh, am uh, like thinking about later on becoming more involved in acting and things like that as I get older. Uh, so um, I'm going to basically focus more on that. I have a, uh, you know, at my church where trying to start a uh, uh, drama team and you know um, so basically I'm sort of like out of the podcast business for now uh, I'd like to go back and do it again and you know I even uh, put on my Facebook you know the uh, one of our old promos we used to do with uh, you know the Facebook live uh, you know I used to have a talk show on Facebook live called you know um, Project Dead I did with my son and all and, and but since my kids are getting older and things like that it's like <laughs> i gotta move on and 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 do other things and and uh you know that way but i'd, I'd love to do a podcast again or something uh and to tell you the truth bill i'm i'm uh, i'm open to whatever your suggestions would be as far as that if you'd ever like me to come on and and, and do some talking or whatever i'd you know, I, I, I think that would be awesome. Uh, so tell me a little bit. Could, could you tell me just a little bit about your radio station and how things are going with you? Well, like I said, uh, I'll, I'll try to make this quickly. I just launched the uh, AOW radio network. And uh, for whoever's listening right now, this is the first live broadcast on the on the station. And uh, 
I'm going to have a plethora of new shows uh, coming out on it, whether they're pre live or pre-recorded. But uh, yeah, I'll have to tell you more about that. But yeah, we are definitely out of time, so I got to get okay. to the music set. So, okay. uh, all right, you you take care. Okay, Bill. All right. Uh, thank you so much for me being on your show. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. All right, ladies and gentlemen, just speaking with uh, Jim Seacrest for uh, the first edition of Outlaw Radio Pop Culture Discussion. We're going to hit a music set. We got Mark Leach coming up, going to be followed by Mike LaPon's Silent Assassin, the DOC, Sweet Tea Trio, and Holly West. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. There's a bar up in heaven I know you're sitting there Swapping stories with the man in black And the man upstairs And St. Peter's heading over After a shift at the pearly gates Cause you promised him a beer When he lets you in that January day And I bet there's a hell of a jukebox Leave me on allowed to go Spinning classic country 45s And good old rock and roll You never need a taxi You walk home across the clouds If there's a bar up in heaven If drinking is allowed Then there's a bar up in heaven Where they all know you by now Maybe your waitress is an angel The bartender's your best friend I bet you show him grandma's picture And tell him you can't wait to spend That eternal happy hour When she gets up there with you Until that time she won't mind If you have a few Cause there's a hell of a jukebox Need me on allowed to go Spending classic country 45s And good old rock and roll You never need a taxi You walk home across the clouds If there's a bar up in heaven If drinking is allowed Then there's a bar up in heaven Where they all know you by now I bet your glass is never empty Your tab is always paid There's always room for one more soul On a bar stool that's been saved And I bet there's a hell of a jukebox Leave me on allowed to go Spending classic country 45s And good old rock and roll You never need a taxi You walk home across the 
open heaven If drinking is allowed Then there's a bar up in heaven Where they all know you by now What's up, nigga? You wanna talk some shit? Call me. Start some shit, bitch. Sup, fool? You gonna talk shit about me, homie? Where you from? Hundreds of niggas is waiting for your motherfucking call, and they all talking shit about you right now. You wanna sell that shit? Call these motherfuckers ASAP. Yeah, I said some shit. What? Man, fuck you and your bone spurs. The hardest niggas is standing by, ready to pick up that phone. Buff niggas. Dark niggas. Asian niggas. White niggas. Suck my dick, bitch. Fuck you. 1-213-373-4253. Just dial, nigga. I'll fuck you up. Deaf niggas. Classic niggas, racist niggas, mystery niggas, psycho niggas, dog niggas, Jewish niggas. You got some motherfucking nerds calling me out Shabbat on some little bullshit ass nigga. Better calm that shit down and come around here and show me some fucking respect before me and my Jewish niggas come up here and beat your ass nigga off top. Niggas is talking shit. Call now. $4.99 per minute.
y'all ready for this? Show him that I am ruthless. I don't give a damn. Don't think that I am joking, cause I don't think he is funny when you're messing with my money. This stupid tell me this. You'll try, you gotta stop him. But with no frills, so I just drop him. Continue with the rhyme and make sure I get mine with no static, cause it's so then I send G to get my nine. But lessons have endured, now I get it all up front and let it play when the people say, Trey, oh, you're a fucking enough. Help us, they 
In South Africa, genocide of white people, black-on-white violence, is rampant and ongoing. The South African mainstream media has kept this genocide hush-hush, and South Africa's politicians have been silent about it. It's time for the silence to end. Enter USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. USAC Incorporated comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. Join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit USAC.center. That's U-S-A-C dot center. USAC, working to bring back a safe, truly unified South Africa. 
This is the Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Doogie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. Yes. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you could catch the Renegade Show. Hey, everybody, it's your boy Westdog from the GF6 Show reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X.com. You know what we do. Blow it up. How about a mask that actually works, that doesn't cover your face, that stops viruses, bacteria, fumes, and dust before they can hit your face? Our invisible mask, available at ctmstore.com, is not like the ones you see in public these days. The invisible mask is a pendant that hangs from your neck and emits a cloud of negative ions that effectively blocks pollutants and airborne contaminants. You charge it with the included USB cable and enjoy it for hours before it needs recharging. People are raving about its effectiveness. One lady was admitted into a courtroom with it. Go to ctmstore.com and get yours. And something else. Are you really aware of the dangerous fields surrounding you at home and work? If you are and want to mitigate their effects, go to ctmstore.com and click 5G Quantum Protection. Norbert Heuser has developed a unique set of plates, a small one for your auto's keyring and a large one for your home or office. These devices change the incoming EMR from potentially harmful to less or none. The study docs are there for you to read for yourself. Go to ctmstore.com to get yours. From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hick town, this is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Holly West with Mokita. Before that, Sweet Tea Trio with Rebel Romance. Before that, the DOC with It's Funky Enough. Before that, Mike LaPon Silent Assassins with Avengers of Eden. And starting off the whole set, Mark Leach with If There's a Bar Up in Heaven. All right. So I said Chris Master might be back. Well, he is not. I found out he is actually in Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, reading off the shower thoughts in a little bit. Now, next week, um, I'm going to be uh, speaking with a few different people for our election 2020 special. Um, 
hopefully I can find somebody uh, from the left I can debate a little bit with who's uh, supporting Joe Biden. By the way, you just heard uh, one thing. I, I forgot to mention this last week, and I uh, should definitely mention it now since uh, you just heard the commercial for the uh, CTM Caravan to Midnight store. Well, now uh, Outlaw Radio is in partnership with uh, John B. Wells in the Caravan to Midnight store. So if you go to our website, outlawradioabs.com, and uh, yeah, go to our online store and you will see there that uh, there's a link there for Caravan to Midnight products. Just uh, go over there and click on that link and have a look at what John's uh, got to offer and uh, some essential products I might add too. Um you know, we're talking uh, this New Eden uh, supplement uh, from what, what I'm, I haven't tried it yet, but from what I'm understanding, you know, it's uh, helps restore youth a little bit. It's it's all natural stuff that's very good for you. And I think uh, John's, uh, Brindy told me that John's uh, natural color and so, so his he doesn't have a receding hairline. Some of his natural color to his hair is starting to come back, you know, and there's, uh, there's products in there that, uh, protect you from, uh, 5g radiation. There's, uh, the Berkey water filter system that, uh, you know, you take that with you and, uh, doesn't matter where you're at to, you run the water through the filter, as long as it doesn't have any crap in it, like black mold or anything like that. You know, this is a water filter that, uh, will clean, uh, the water wherever you're at, especially if, you know, you go some places and the tap water is just horrible. Well, uh, you know, and it's also sometimes contaminated with fluoride and other crap like that, you know. So you get the Berkey water filter system and definitely, uh, definitely something to look into. So, yeah, I mean, along with the other products we have, uh, you know, the uh, Outlaw Radio shirts, T uh, the uh, the hats, the masks. Yeah, we've got Outlaw Radio masks, and now you'll yeah you're gonna find uh, Caravan to Midnight products at the uh, CTM store. So definitely, definitely go check that out when you get a chance. So, want to talk a little bit here before I get into the shower thoughts. I have not been watching the debates, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's just not worth it. I mean, I really don't think that uh, Joe Biden's really any kind of match for President Trump. And then, of course, there are all kinds of crap we're going to hear about, too, is, you know, tr Trump's taxes, Trump's in debt, and all this bullshit. Uh, okay, so, and even some people are out there saying, he doesn't have any riches. Well, Donald Trump has been an icon in the business industry for the past 40 years, maybe even longer. I mean, you say he doesn't have any riches, but yet he's still a fucking billionaire. And uh, he, he's he got enough money to support himself. He doesn't need to take the... Uh, Paycheck as president. 
And uh, he, he has done a fun, phenomenal job, and I will continue to support him. I am not going to support Biden or Kamala Harris. Um, you know, and John B. Wells was talking about this on his show, too, that, uh, you know, yet they want to raise the minimum wage. Well, what are they going to raise with the minimum wage there? Oh, that's right. They're going to they're going to raise the taxes. And of course, the answer, you know, tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. Well, let me tell you, what's going on in South Africa right now is uh, most of the wealthiest people in South Africa have left because the country is cr is crumbling into a gutter pit shithole. And they don't want to stick around. They got an opportunity to leave. They can afford to leave. They're going to get the fuck out of there. So what do you think is going to happen when you tax the rich? They're going to pull up stakes out of this manure wagon is what they're going to do. And they're the ones that build the big businesses. So that is this communist bullshit is just not the answer. But, uh, you know, think about that come election day and this mail-in voting. You, that's not going to be accurate at all. We need to keep it the way it is. Voter booths. If you, if you feel you have to wear a mask, by all means, wear a mask. We got them available at the Outlaw Radio's online store. Of course, they're, they're fucking useless as shit, uncomfortable as shit. So they don't mean much, but uh, if that's what, what you feel you have to do, then do it. Stand six feet apart. Step up to the polls like we have always done. We can't be doing this mail-in bullshit. It's not going to work. Just like almost every idea the Democrats have come out with. It's not going to work. It's, it's nothing but pure bullshit. I've never seen, I, I think, you know, we've always seen how power hungry people in government are. We've always known about it. We've always talked about it past 20 plus years but it's becoming more evident now especially with the way the democrats are trying to run things and run trump out of office and these so-called uh infiltrator republicans like mitt romney who've done he's done nothing except uh him him and marco rubio of course taking bribes from George Soros. Now tell me that's not corrupt. The whole system is corrupt, and that's why Donald Trump got into office. When he said he was going to drain the swamp, he meant he was going to clean up the corruption. Oh, but instead he gets called a racist. He gets called a sexist. You know, they put all these weak-ass labels on him as much as they can. <sighs> Aren't you getting tired of this shit yet? Well, you can tell me to, to your blue in the face that you're tired of Trump's shit. 
that you don't see the whole picture. You don't you don't see that uh, your taxes have been cut. You got more money to fit in your own pocket. That's part of the reason why COVID-19 came out in the first place. Because the higher-ups are taking a cut in pay. And the working man gets what he deserves, but they can't have that. Now Trump's taking away some of their money. Trump is actually taxing the right people with the right amount of taxes. And he's he's cleaning up the mess from George Bush Sr. to Bill Clinton, George Bush Jr., and Barack Obama. I mean, he knew that he would have to go in the White House. He'd have to change the carpet because it, it's been uh, it's been stained. You know, got crap spilled all over it. Probably dogs pissing and shitting on it. You know, he he had to he had to go in there, and he had to and he had to clean up, and that's what he's doing. He and. Uh, He's handled it very, very well, and I, I applaud Trump. Now, Joe Biden, all right, he, he's, he's already, it's already seen that he's in no position whatsoever to take any kind of leadership. Dementia is really setting him with him, and everybody knows it. And his, his, uh, his corrupt ideas is, you know, I'm bringing in Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris wants to attack the uh, Second Amendment to the point where you're Joe Biden. Oh, I'm just going to get rid of these AR-15s and blah, 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 and all that. Kamala Harris wants to strip us completely of our Second Amendment 100%. Like she wants, she wants uh, soldiers to show up at people's houses and say, surrender your guns. Nobody's allowed to hunt or, I mean, uh, they want to take, they want to make meat illegal. Yeah. They want to control you. They want to control what you eat, when you sleep, what you watch. And the vaccine for, from this, uh, Bill Gates, that'll alter your DNA it's very interesting to hear how five how kicking in 5G will help start that process to where you're nothing but a fucking robot for the government. So we really got to think about when we step into the booth on November 3rd. We're going to talk a lot more about that next week on the election special. I'm going to... Uh, see if I could speak with Jericho Green and a few others. I actually I kind I kind of like to get get a conference going on. You know, get Jericho Green involved, and I'm seeing other people that I'd like to speak with as well. I'm also finding it very interesting too that I'm finding more videos of uh, people and black people in particular that are on YouTube saying that they were going to vote for Biden at first, but they're switching to Trump because. Hey, you know, the Bible says in the last days there's going to be more knowledge. 
Well, we're definitely seeing more of that, aren't we? So. Anyway, I've rambled on long enough. I think it's time for News of the Weird Shower Thoughts. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the Weird. From the LR Radio newsroom, it is none other than I, Bad Billy. And let's get into some shower thoughts. The Simpsons have owned the same vehicles for 30 years and are still no closer to financial independence. If a blind person hates you, they literally hate who you are. Patience is not it, patience is not ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. In the first Harry Potter, the secretary for Philosopher's Stone was so weak it was broken by a, 11-year-old kids, and these people still kept their jobs. Lex Luthor got cancer from kryptonite, therefore kryptonite is his kryptonite. One often overlooked very important aspects of evolution is that our arms are exactly long enough for us to wipe our own ass. <laughs> I like that. It isn't until you die that your skeleton finally hatches. The sickness comebacks are the ones you come up with. Excuse me, let me start over. The sickness comebacks are the ones you come up with way after the fight has ended. The first sip of a drink is better than the rest. Sometimes true. Sometimes the last, what sets in the bottom, that can be the best or it can be the worst, however you look at it. Websites tell you we value your privacy and then continue and list all the ways you violate, they will violate your privacy. You might have made a decision that saved your life without knowing it. Maybe. You never know when that happens. The biggest benefit to being a billionaire is is that most punishments for crimes turn into easily affordable fines. If someone died from an allergic reaction to food before there was the knowledge of allergies, the society around that world would probably think the food was poisonous to everyone. If you die paragliding... People won't notice until you hit something or the ground, and they'll think that was the cause of death. Having a coat of arms is either awesome or horrifying. The selling point for many meal kits is that the food is restaurant quality. The selling point 
for many restaurants is that the food is homemade. <laughs> when you die in a dream, you wake up immediately because your brain doesn't know slash can't process what happens after death. As kids, we swear more to appear more let me start this one over because it's very true. As kids, we appear to swear, we appear, oh. as kids, we swear to more, I keep on skipping words, I'm sorry. As kids, we swear more to appear more mature. As adults, we swear less to appear less child, childish. When wizards in Harry Potter invent spells, they eventually create an update patch for every existing and future wand. Vacuums are the only thing that won't suck if they break. No matter how loud, excuse me, how loud or quiet you try to talk in your head, it will always be the same volume. Whoever discovered popcorn must have been freaked out. If you killed every human on earth and actually believed it was a good thing, it, it was a good thing. Okay. When, when we sleep, we are both healing and dying. For a split second... You were the youngest human on the planet. Yeah, maybe. People who think IQ people who think IQ is a good measure of intelligence are not intelligent. It's just a joke is the main excuse of trying to get away with annoying people. Lemons are hybrid of citrus, citrons, orange, and oranges. So life doesn't give us lemons. We gave we gave lemons life. If someone communicates through sign language and they lose an arm, it's kind of develop. It's it's kind of like developing a speech impediment. We are animals trying hard not to believe, or excuse me, we are animals trying hard not to behave like one. Fastest way to get someone to not trust you is to ask them if they trust you. Well, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. Walking around at work and chatting with random people is considered lazy unless you're the CEO, then you're down to earth. In real life, a man who owns five ovens is excessive in, a, in survival games. A man who owns five ovens is... Let me, let me... In real life, a man who owns five ovens is excessive in survival games... A man who owns five ovens is efficient. Okay. Each day we let thousands of opportunities pass by and settle on the ones that require the least amount of effort. 
Your body is technology detoxing when you ingest essential oils. But it is trying to get rid of the oils because of how unsafe they are in your body. Brains are, su brains are supercomputers made of meat. <laughs> He-Man was a symbol of masculinity and he, ha and he had a cat, yet cat ownership is not considered masculine in our society. The antidote to fear is information to retain, to, to, to remain afraid, you must insist on being ignorant. If mosquitoes did, didn't cause an itch, humans probably humans would probably ignore them sucking our blood. Yeah, probably. You could be the last person. You, you could be the last person someone has seen before their death. Dogs can't understand why their dead owners never come back. You can't date someone half your age until you're 36. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will do it for News of the Weird Shower Thoughts. All right, so for On Tap next week, we're going to have the uh, election show. And it's going to be uh, pretty much 100% political. Uh, of course, i got to throw some comedy in there. i got, I got to talk to Jericho Green. i got to get him on there because he's funny. And, and uh, he, can, he uh, makes a very good point. Uh, might get Hawk Montgomery to help. Let's see what happens next week, but uh, it should be interesting. Anyway, we're going to end the show with Damon Fabrio. If yeah, you're listening on the No Holds Barred Radio Network, you know who he is, and he's got a parody of the Alice in Chains classic Rooster. This one's called The Pooper. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I'll be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
thing she won't try yet The greatest girl I ever met She'd drop her pants and do me anywhere You don't know how kinky she gets Rumor has it she'd screw her pets Yeah, it's because my dog's licking my pussy The neighbors scream, but I just don't care Yeah, she likes it in the pooper Oh, yeah You into anal play? Look, guys, I don't know why you're asking if they're into anal play. I've never done anal play, okay? so Well, there's your opportunity. I've been told I'm too big for that. Um, no, I never tried anal, but you can, uh, you can uh, always... If you well, you have to get you have to get loosened up by like a guy like me first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big guns yeah, Mike, come in. Yeah, Mike, you know what it is. You know, you know how there's like a Mike's con- Damon's fluff boy. <laughs> you know what it is. I plow the field. The data comes in and you know the rest. You know what it is. You know how like at every real comedian show, there's a comic that comes out and warms up the crowd. Mike's my warm up. Mike will yeah. stretch your ass out before I go in. That's how it is. Yeah. Okay, Tiny Mike to fuck me up the ass first. Yes. Right. Yeah. She likes it in the pooper Oh yeah Come inside her pooper Tall, a happy man. I get more sex than I can stand. No use in buying her sex toys. I'll stay with her till my of death cause she has the greatest breast oh god she just walked naked in the room yeah. and 
she wants it in the proper you're in a band or maybe you run a radio show or podcast whatever you do you want to market your brand with custom made apparel look no further than fresh baked tees t-shirts hoodies tank tops caps beanies koozies banners and even masks you can get them all custom made from fresh baked tees prices are reasonable and negotiable Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. Hey, yo, check out Corrupt All Around Radio with Nick Brockmeyer, the CBDJ. He's been part of the rap, rock, and hip-hop underground scene for over a decade. Corrupt All Around Radio sizzles through your speakers. Corrupt All Around Radio spotlights the best of new music from up-and-coming national acts on national tours, as well as existing bands that are still out rocking the industry. Corrupt All Around Radio gives these bands love and respect, playing their music and interviews from the road. For all the 411, visit Instagram.com, Facebook.com, and Twitter.com forward slash Corrupt TV Radio. And check out the underscore CBDJ on Instagram. Corrupt All Around Radio! Proud to be a part of the Roctagon Sports and Music Network. I'm a mom. And just like millions of other women, that's why I own guns. We're responsible, we're law-abiding, and we're everything that makes America strong. Every day, we're willing to use a firearm to defend our families. But the media will never tell those stories. If a mom puts a gun to the face of a home-invading thug and makes him run for his life, the story gets buried. But if she's unarmed and murdered... The cameras will be at the scene before the police. It's time for moms like me to speak out. We are the majority. We demand the freedom to defend our families. And we challenge the media to tell the truth about our rights. I'm the National Rifle Association of America. And I'm freedom's safest place. 
guy. It's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. like me Man, can't you see George Jones Can't go wrong 